an eargasm of learning and a no-fuss show. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast, where you can learn straightforward topics about branding, digital entrepreneurship, online business, and many more with your charming host, John Santos, along with inspiring entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders worldwide. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creative Talk Podcast with me, John Santos, and we have a very very special guest. I am so excited. This is a, we've been back and forth (laughs) and I'm so excited to have this woman, that's a teaser already, this woman to be here in the show. Our special guest for today is a life and business coach. You know, she helps high performers who struggle in silence to be vulnerable, grow within and improve their mental and physical game. Very beautiful, very humble. Guys, I know her story. That's why I'm so excited. I know her story. I've met her on Clubhouse. Um, and she's very vocal on inspiring, motivating people. And she's she's sharing her stories, her life stories. And she's a, she is the modern and real life wonder woman. There you go. At least in my perspective, my respect for this person is so high. And she is amazing. She is amazing. Let's all welcome Scarlett O'Connor. Welcome to the show, Scarlett. Oh, wow, John. <laughs> what a way to kick us off. I feel speechless. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's so lovely to be on. Thank you so much for thank you so much for inviting me and thank thank you for such kind words i mean i had never been called the like this day and age wonder woman so that's <laughs> no but I, it's you know it's not just because oh, you're, you're the guest here uh, it's because of me um having a uh, an overview of you know what happened to you uh, understanding your story and guys uh, i know that y- y- it's very easy to to say that you know someone and then you know their accomplishments and everything but really understanding your journey that's that's something it's an honor for me to know your story scarlet you've been through so much and for me that's you know that's just an amazing thing and for me you are a wonder woman you are uh you know a model of all not only women, but people out there to really push through, continue, and don't give up in life to achieve success. You are a perfect example. And thank you because you are here now in our show. Oh, oh. I want to say, Jan, <laughs> I let you in speechless. <laughs> right. So thank you. Thank having you. said that, my dear, having said that, yes. I know our viewers and our listeners are also excited. And, and you know, they have this, okay, what's the story? What's the story? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always I always have this perspective in, in this show that, okay, all our guests are experts in their field. But we tend to forget that there's a, that's only the tip of the iceberg. There's a big chunk hidden under and that's your life story but i know we don't have time to really you know share your story so it's a tradition here to ask all our guests who or what 
influence you, Scarlett, to be in this position of greatness? Share us a brief overview of who or what shaped you or influenced you to be in this position you are right now that you are helping people, inspiring, and really making a difference. The floor is yours, my dear. Feel free to share. Wow. Wow, what a question. Jan, what way to what a way to kick us off my brain? Just like there's been I, the reason now, the reason now is is because I see how much pain is in the world. And I see that now I see that I'm not the only one. Now not that I ever thought I was the only one, but I mean, I I always felt very alone in my own head. I always felt like I was I didn't have friends who had been through the kind of things I'd been through. I didn't I also didn't talk to to people or ever express how I was feeling. So I, I was all I was very much in my own head and alone and, and, and thought that that was just me. Um, like without going into all of my story, like I grew up with what I now understand to be a narcissistic mother um, who didn't love me. And I now understand that. Like now having studied narcissism and MPD for five, six plus years, I now understand that she actually doesn't. And and that really is, is the case. That's the way that her mind works. And growing up with a narcissistic mother, my, my dad wasn't mentally ill and alcoholic. And so he wasn't ever there to look after me, but having a mum who to the world would seem sane, but is actually not, not, not so much. Uh, yeah. I, I grew up feeling like I was the only one who had that, like that I'm the only one who hasn't got a, mum that loves me uh i'm one of the only people who probably doesn't love their mum like who's <laughs> uh, that's heavy scarlet that's heavy but uh, i i love that it, that's the reason i i i can feel it because i can i you know i can i can sense the authenticity there and i know guys for everyone that is listening or watching this could be really, no, sorry, it's not could be. It is something that can help you. Listening to Scarlett's story can be a spark for you. I don't know who you are. You listening, you watching. Scarlett is here not only to inspire you with a good story. Of course, she will share tips later. But she's sharing her heart out, her life story to help you. Scarlett, please continue. Oh, thank you, John. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, there's been a couple of catalysts in, in my journey. I, like I said, my my mum, my mum actually kicked me out at 12. Um, and so I very much, again, didn't feel like I fit in, very much had to grow up from a very young age and uh, had a child at 16. And was written off by most people. You know what I mean? A, 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 I'm in the care system. I haven't gone to school for years. I've got no parents, no family. And now I'm pregnant at 16. I mean, most people had wrote me off uh, as to what I would would achieve. And I'd say that my son was my first catalyst for uh, to be here, even to to put the effort in, to, to want more, to have those big goals and ambitions and dreams and that was that was for somebody else that was for my son that was that was becoming a, a mother and uh so it's it's that was my first catalyst 
for many of what I have achieved. Like I'm sat here now in a in a beautiful home, beautiful car outside. I've had beautiful holidays. I've done all the lovely stuff. I've got a great career in uh, in corporate. So I, I, I've achieved all those things, and it's and it's great. Um, and and my catalyst for doing all of that was definitely mother being a mum, wanting all the things that I didn't have, not having any idea what they were, but knowing I wanted them all. Uh, and, and and I honestly, any anybody who's out there who's in that position right now is where I was. Geez, it's actually seventeen years ago now. So my boy's almost eighteen. Um, is that like keep that vision, keep it big and bold, keep it in your mind's eye. Like I could vision, I, I visioned owning my own home, even though that was nuts to me. I grew up with parents who didn't work, who didn't own stuff, who didn't drive, who didn't have any of those things that I I have and I've worked towards. And so it's about finding those things and keeping them big and bold and working towards them and staying committed to, to what it is for, 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 so that you can get you can get what it is you want. So being clear on that why, like what is it you want and why do you want it? And uh, that was very much my driver through life. And then, uh, as you've probably heard, Jan, I had, uh, I, in 2015, I was assaulted by a police officer. Um, yes, yes. Is it, is it okay for you to share that part? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, okay. it's uh, that's the catalyst for me then wanting to uh, go on an internal journey myself. And it's the catalyst for me then studying neuroscience and NLP and hypnotherapy and going into the field of... So on holiday, with a, a, I, I was assaulted by a police officer in Spain and it ended up with my face being destroyed Um I and saw a I, picture that you shared on Instagram um, ab about that incident. It was like your face really, like what you said, nearly destroyed. Like um, I saw a picture, I think that you were in a hospital with like plasters all around. And I can see the, your face turning purple. Like you can't open your eyes. It was really bad, Scarlett. Yeah, it was pretty horrific. Um yeah, there's no one denying that. It was, it was horrific. And again, I did what I've kind of always done after that happened and uh, pretended I was okay. No, I, I say it pretend. I didn't ever pretend I was okay. I was okay. It, and, and a pattern and strategy and belief that I have ran my entire life is that you, you're always okay. Because from a very young age, it didn't matter what happened. If I was upset or angry, it wasn't, it wasn't, you weren't able to really be upset or angry. It was just get up and get on with it and you're okay. And I remember those words, you're okay. And now with all the work I've done, I can see it that it isn't that I ever pretended I was okay when I'm not. It's that generally I would just uh, probably beat myself up for not being. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't be like that. Don't be upset. Don't be like, come on, get on. Uh, but then two years later, uh, I lost my dad and... Uh, not that, like, as mentioned earlier, he was an alcoholic, mentally ill, so it was always a case of me looking after him, really. But he became uh, quite poorly and uh, unfortunately uh, passed away. And again, doing as I've always done, I'm okay, getting on with it, sorting everything out, funeral arrangements, doing as I do. Um, I actually took my son on holiday, travelling around Cambodia for a month, uh, already pre-planned, so it had to happen. And then eight weeks, actually, after my dad passing away, so within that time, um, I crashed my car into a tree at 50 miles an hour. Um, waking up from a coma, they told me that I had passed out of the wheel of my car due to exhaustion. 
that my body had completely given up on me uh, and therefore had just passed out. Um, and so that was a real wake up call for me. And I, I think a wake up call for anybody who kind of hears my story a bit in, in just that, like going at 100 miles an hour all the time uh, can be a sign of being hypervigilant can be a sign of actually that you're acting from a place of fight or flight. And I had been in that place for a long time, but was completely unaware, aware of that. So thinking that I am obviously doing my best and that everything is actually okay, not recognising that I'm in a place of, I'm running from a place of fear, that I'm being run from a place of uh PTSD no doubt no, no there's no doubt that I have probably complex PTSD but all of these things I never had a, a clue about um and so yeah thankfully I woke up and, and could share all this now and and uh because thankfully not only did I wake up but I woke up with as you can see this massive scar across my head John um it uh yeah I've got the, ma the massive scar but I have nothing else on me, do you know what I mean? I've got my arms, I've got my legs, I've got everything else, thankfully. And so, yeah, in uh, 2019, a year after my accident, 2018, a year after my accident, I decided to go on a bit of a self-love, self-discovery journey. I can say that now, I probably didn't realise that's what I was going on at the time. I just knew that I needed to understand more about myself and that I needed to learn what, how I was made up. Like why, how had that accident happened? How, how had I got to a place that I had passed out at the wood of my car? How, how, yeah, how was I worked up? And, and also, why, why was my mum the way she was? Why was the police officer the way he, why he was? Why, why are we the way we are? Why do we have actions or reactions and get angry or, or, or sad? Or how does the mind work? Because before, just before I went into this place of kind of on the up, I went really down. Like I always struggle with Christmas, like always have. It don't matter how much I tell myself that I've got this and I've had a son and everything. When Christmas comes around the actual day, I always find it difficult because everyone's surrounded by their families and I haven't got any family. So I, I have my son, but obviously he has his dad as well. So I've always really struggled with Christmas Day and Christmas Day that year after my accident with these scars across my head with everything I'd been through with losing my dad, I just, I plummeted uh, before I came back up. And it was on coming back up that I decided, yeah, I need to understand all this stuff. And actually I need to face this, this stuff I haven't wanted to face my whole life. And um, somebody asked me the other day, actually, uh, I did a, a radio um, show and he asked me, what would you tell your 18 year old self uh, now? And I said, the, f the first thing that came to mind was that, like, don't be scared of doing the work. I've put off the work my entire life, thinking that it was serving me, thinking that uh, it's, it's better that it's just in the past and that it's over there and, and, that, and that, I yeah. That, uh, I also thought my only choices of help were counsellor or pills from a doctor, so and neither of which I wanted. So... I've always felt that there isn't really an option out there. And because I couldn't see an option out there, I also didn't want to 
I did, also didn't know what to do or where to go or and didn't want the options available. So I think I'd go, I, I said the other day, I'd go back to my younger self and just say, like, do the work. Don't don't be afraid to do the work. Like, I I don't know if I had done all the work work years ago. Well, I guess I wouldn't have so many stories to tell because believe me, I've only shared a couple on Clubhouse and, and stuff on podcasts and oh my goodness, <laughs> I can I, I really. Well, I love that. I love that, Scarlett. I mean, um, you, you, you were in the position, you know, I always say this, things, things doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And yes, those are, you know, not, pleasant things that happened but it transformed you into you know like what i said earlier a wonder woman in a position to reach out and help people and you are doing that from speaking coaching you know really being there for people and i i am so fascinated because it deals a lot with mindset you know it deals a lot with, i i love what you said earlier while you were sharing your your story that you were asking yourself the word why why were they thinking like that why did your mom acted that way why did that police officer did that what is playing in their mind you know it's it's a so to speak, a battlefield of the mind, you know, it's, it deals with mental, the, the mental uh, core, how and why. And clearly, it transforms you not to answer those questions because, you know, that, that's very complicated. But you are in that position to assist people that are in that situation right now, you know probably they don't know what they're doing or they experience the same thing that you experience. So that's what makes you so powerful. And with that said, with that said, Scarlett, I, I, I'm excited. I'm really excited to learn from you, to learn from you about this topic, which is, you know, tips for improving your mental and physical health. It's, it's an amazing thing to learn from someone that really was, you know, formed, molded in, in that two powerful element, you know, mental and physical health. Because guys, you know, I, I sound and I look like a fan because I really respect this person. I've, again, I met her in Clubhouse. We've been friends. Aside from her, aside from Scarlett's mental strength, She's also um, a, a, a big advocate in physical fitness. Check her IG. <laughs> I'm promoting you now, Scarlett. Check her <laughs> IG. You would see, you know, it's a good combination. You have a healthy mindset and you have a healthy lifestyle. It, it shows in your physique, both mind, body, and soul. It, it's a good combination, but that's only tip of the iceberg. So again, I'm excited. I know our listeners and viewers are excited to know tips for improving your mental and physical health. The floor is yours, my dear. Please do share. Oh, thanks, Jan. Well, so where I got to as well with like comment on the app, I mean, that that was being in a in not the best mental place kind of 
it, yeah, men mentally not in the best place. She's been through a lot of trauma, like a lot of us just have in this past kind of 18 months. And as you would have seen, Jan, when you talk about my photos, I actually then started competing and uh, I entered a couple of competitions here in the UK. And one of the competitions I entered offered me the opportunity to actually go to America um, in 2019. And so I set myself a crazy goal to go from coma to Miss Atlas. And in 2019, I was taken out to America where I won Miss Atlas 2019. Uh, so during that process, I learned uh, neuro more about neuroscience, how we hold trauma in the body, how trauma holds in the brain, how things like I touched on earlier, narcissism affect us, our self-worth, our beliefs, our self-esteem, like inner, not the external, which everybody else sees, but the internal. Uh, I learned NLP tools and hypnotherapy and other tools to really help be able to shift it and let go of it. And while I was learning all those tools, I was learning them for everybody else. I decided that I, I, I knew I wanted to do more with my life. I've got a great career in IT, but I know I can be I know I can be given back. And after almost losing my life, I went on the hunt for all these tools. But what I realized on the progress of looking for all these tools and at the same time as learning about narcissism, what a toxic childhood does to us, that. Uh, I was able to help myself in a lot of ways along that journey with the assistance, but able to help myself. And so I now take my clients through my scars to strength process, which is story, choices, action, results, sustain, equals strength. Uh, and so it really starts when I say story, that's like the starting place. That's that's all about your story. Like what's going on for you? Like What's, what's your story? What do you tell yourself? What's your psychology? What, what beliefs do you hold? What, what patterns and strategies are you running back there? How is your reality shaped right now? So we can identify like what's actually going on back there? Because what, we don't know what we don't know. And we didn't come out of school understanding how our mind works, understanding how to, how to get the best out of ourselves, understanding what anxiety or depression is or fear is and how to then, what tools to use to manage it. We don't get taught any of that at school, none of it. So it's no real surprise that mental health is a bit of a crisis across the world, and always has been. Um, we just now talk about it. Absolutely, Scarlett. I, I, remember, I remember before that, you know, they, they don't believe in, you know, I, I can only speak on, on, based on my experience. In the Philippines, before... You know, majority doesn't believe that, oh, this person is suffering from depression. Actually, that word doesn't exist. You know, they say, oh, they, right. they will outgrow that or it's just it's just a face in their life, you know, things like that. And, and now learning from you, it's it's something complex and, and really life changing. It could be for the positive and for the negative of a person. Right. Absolutely. And, and that could be of anything we, we go through in life. Every day we're faced with challenges, aren't we? And it's that little voice in your head and the beliefs and values and patterns and strategies that you run, which shape your world. And, and not the world that people see, not, not what will they extend, not the smile on your face that they see when you're smiling or the great job you've got or all that other stuff. What's going on internally? Like, it's, it's that stuff it's that and that's where mental health is and so somebody might want to stand and say they don't experience it because they feel too vulnerable to say as well that actually when they wake up in the morning their head's going crazy with a million thoughts so actually they've got the voice saying don't get out of bed or set your alarm or don't do this and although they might have a great routine for going immediately out of it they might get themselves straight 
it doesn't mean that they don't have it, but a lot of people don't want to express they have it. Like in a lot of cases, people want to say that that they don't experience it. And and I don't get me wrong, I'm sure people like like we know, a lot of the time we're experiencing things and we're not aware of it. I had PTSD for many years. I didn't know that. I never understand what it was. I don't understand what I didn't understand what anxiety was. Like actually it is anxiety. I hear it around, but what actually is it? Oh, so when my mind's doing this and I'm having oh that's actually because I'm oh I see so I think a lot of people are unaware when they think of mental health like traditionally like I said my dad was mentally ill and every year he would go into an institute and he was a schizophrenic um and so very poorly and he was an alcoholic so you didn't get much sense out of my dad but, to be honest and but his story was that he had grown up in what, 44 so during the war the end of the war in a family that didn't have any money and it was really hard really tough his dad was really tough because the generation he grew up in and so it wasn't the nicest environment growing up and I think my dad was in um, orphanages as a kid and he then went into the army I think at 16 and at 21 he came out and he got offered an opportunity to go and play football um, and it was with Arsenal, who are great now. weren't great back then, but still a really good team. Um, and apparently, as I understand it, my my I have never called him granddad. My dad's dad uh, sat him in a room after finding out, and just went at him for two days straight. Didn't hit him, didn't touch him, didn't physically do anything to him, but basically just told him about himself. And I can I can only imagine how horrible he actually was. Um, but yeah, really went to my dad telling him he'd amount to nothing, he'd never be anything. He's uh, and and I imagine vile language. And what happened was my dad's eyes froze and he had his first mental breakdown. Um, and that was age 21. Now, uh, although my dad they didn't get a lot of sense out of him and he was drunk, but you could see he, he he was a talented guy, he had a lot of sense now, but unfortunately, there were a lot of bits just not not matching up a lot of the time of the year. Um, but that had all happened because of words. So that wasn't because my dad was born the way he is. That, that he, didn't, he wasn't born like that. It, it happened because of what was going on inside, because of what was going on in the brain that nobody can see. And that made me really apparent from a really young age that our words really have power. Um, and that doesn't just mean for everybody else. It means for everybody else that they have power and they, they have power to us. It's like if you're wanting to get in shape, if you're wanting to, uh, like especially at the moment, get motivated. It's been a really, really tough 18 months. I know a lot of people are suffering with motivation, feeling a lot of people are putting a bit of weight. A lot of people are suffering with anxiety because they've spent, Jesus, how long on their own? Um, then it's really going to start with like, what's going on inside? What are you telling yourself? Because I can almost guarantee that if you're saying to yourself, if you're giving yourself, if you're telling yourself, like, I don't know, it's Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z today. And, or tomorrow, tomorrow I'll get up and tomorrow I'll do A, B, C, D. And then you get up and you tell yourself, oh, it don't matter. Tomorrow I'll do A, B, C, D. And at the end of the day, and, and during the day, you're saying to yourself, like, oh, I should have done that. And, oh, uh, why didn't I do this? And what's wrong with me? And, oh, I'm so lazy. Or I, I just I just cannot do things right now. 
all, all of that language is going to be having such an impact from saying that you can't do things, from giving yourself a hard time and making yourself feel like rubbish and therefore not having any motivation to do anything. Uh, it's It really, I think a lot of what we do has more to do with psychology than it does in a lot of cases. Learning the thing is actually getting your head into the right place to be able to do the thing. Like I can almost guarantee if you said to me, Jan, I want to lose a couple of pounds. And I said, okay, well, what do you think you could do that would help you to lose those couple of pounds? I can almost guarantee without speaking to a coach, without going to anybody, you have an answer there. Now, there will be more answers. There will be other information. There will be more tools. There might be better ways. There might be, of course, if you went to a nutritionist or a coach or same as like if someone works with me, they're going to have the advantage of having NLP and hypnotherapy and all those, everything else there that I've learned that they don't know. But I can almost guarantee if you'd say to somebody, well, what is the one thing you could do differently tomorrow that would help you? There will be something there. There will be an answer there inside of you that you can get to. Like, so if you want to, everyone knows if you want to lose weight, well, first and foremost, you're probably going to have to move a bit more and eat a bit less or eat a bit differently. Or So people already kind of know that they could do. So I think tapping into that, tapping into like listening and becoming aware of what are you actually doing? Because I think 95% of us is run by our subconscious. So we don't actually think about much all day. We just run in autopilot. Like we don't literally don't have to think about anything. You need the toilet. Well, next minute you're in the toilet. You've only had the thought you need it. You can get there. You can do everything. You can, you can get into your car. You can drive it. Just don't have to think about anything. Like we just ran by our subconscious. So I would say to people, start to become more consciously aware of like what's actually going on, what are the thoughts you're having. And one thing that can really help to then look at that is to say, well, okay, well, if I was saying these things to my child, what, how would they feel? Because you can only imagine how they would feel based upon what you know. So you can't think I would feel a certain way uh, other than knowing how you feel in that certain way. You have no idea. I might feel completely different. But you can imagine that if somebody was... And because you can imagine that, if you were to hear those words and think, well, they would feel sad, well, that means you would feel sad. That's why you have that correlation. If it was somebody else, they would feel sad or they would feel angry. And it might surprise you if you've actually seen that thing happening in front of you that another person doesn't. That's why your words have, if, if you're saying to yourself, being really hard on yourself, you're going to feel rubbish. And if, if you're being hard on me, there's a chance I might not want to get out of bed. I might want to go to the cupboard and eat loads of food. If I've got an addiction to drugs or alcohol, I might go want to do one of those. And, and not actually understand and fight with myself what I'm doing it, but all because actually feeling like rubbish and my subconscious wants me to feel good and therefore it's going to run whatever pattern of strategy is running in order to do it so I hope that helps somebody and that makes a bit of sense to like (laughs) Scarlett those are knowledge bomb I mean wow and it really it really makes sense um wow Scarlett thank you thank you for that um, can, can I throw in like a follow-up question? I am so, you know, yeah. I'm so pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, what is something that you can advise first for someone that thinks they have mental issues or in, in a bad mental shape? 
what is something that you can advise them? That, you know, someone that thinks there's no proof yet, but they either they have symptoms or they're they're feeling something already. Okay, and they're and they're not in the best mental yeah in yeah. the best mental place. Hmm. Uh, I think again uh, that that language inside. Like I touched on just like thinking about what you would say to a loved one, like a child. Like we hear a lot about inner child healing, inner child work. Now, all of the journey I we go on, like through the process that I do as well, is is exactly that. It's inner child healing as well. We're we're tapping into what parts of your story, what parts of you are from the past, parts of those are, are not helping you right now, and and let them go. Um, and so, like when people hear the whole like inner child, they can think, "What inner child? I'm a grown woman, or I'm a grown guy. Like there's no inner child here going on." Uh, your, your inner child is 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 the the vulnerable part of you inside that's that that's the inner child and that's the one who when you're being really hard on yourself is being crippled and it's part of you it it's part of you and a lot of the time what we tend to do is that sh- shit happens to us we go through bad times and we beat ourselves up in the process like someone can do terrible terrible things to us and then they're off and they're living their life and they're doing whatever. And we're sat inside in a prison in our own head, giving them complete control and power while feeling completely, completely uh, helpless. And a lot of the time when we're not in the best mental place is because we're in a bit of a helpless place. Um, wow. Love that. The, the inner child, the inner child in you. Powerful, powerful. I totally agree. Um, another follow-up question, Scarlett. Um, so that's an advice that I would give for you know someone that is in a, a bad or a negative mental stage. What now? What can you advise for people that is around? You know, people that are suffering from a, a negative mental situation. You know, the, the people around. You know, what yeah. can you advise people around, you know, the majority? Uh, because, you know, I just want to throw this out. You know, there's a lot of people out there, especially in this generation, they're quick to make judgment. They're quick to say something. Ah, no, she, she's not suffering from depression. It's just, you know, she's just tired or something. She's just making it a, a big fuzz. What are your advice to those people? Okay, well, I think if you're surrounded by people who think like that as well, then just recognize then that that's their view of the world. That's based upon what they know. Like, I think it's really helpful if you can see that people are doing their best. Like, like I've met horrible people, as you as I've touched on a couple of things today. Like, I've met people who who have done not the nicest things, but I still believe that in their own way, in their own way that they are seeing the reality that that's their version of reality and they're doing their best and so I think it'd be really helpful first of all to view view that to not not take it on which sometimes we can do if somebody doesn't oppose or, or has opposing views to us or then we can get our back up and think that it's like something about us or that we're being judged because we have a different view or a different opinion or and I think recognizing that that's not the case that that's theirs is really important. Um, yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it, Scarlett. 
I do sense, <laughs> I may be wrong, but I, I do sense so much love in you. So much love and so much hope in you, Scarlett. Why? Why are you full of love and hope? Your eyes, your eyes are, you know, guys, those who are listening, obviously you can't see her eyes, her beautiful eyes. <laughs> But for those who are <laughs> who's going to be watching this uh, in, in a video form, I want you to to look at Scarlett. Not because she's okay, like this. Yeah. <laughs> Not because she's like this. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. But, but, but you know what? Here, I see a person full of love, light, and hope. Why is that so? Why is that, Scarlett? Oh, I think we only get one life. Like, why do you want to live it any differently? Like, really? Like when 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 I touched on it just now, the victim and war, like victim being a victim and warrior, and like it's okay when stuff happens to be a victim. Like we all are. When something happens, we 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 are the victim. But if we stay in that place and blame others or the world, or then we'd literally just hand all our power over. Like we, we hand all our power over, and so I think. It's always it's been important to me from quite a young age. With before I understood actually what now makes a lot of sense by it being kind of written in black and white and me learning about it. That I did recognize from a young age that if I continued to stay upset about something or angry about something, that I was helpless and that I didn't feel very good. And that actually by being it concentrating on the things that I had control over, I had much more power and I could. I could move forward. I could set goals despite things maybe going on because the reality doesn't necessarily change. It's just how you look at a situation that changes. Um, so yeah, that's really. I think yeah. I love that. I love right. that. I, th- those are knowledge bombs, Scarlett. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I learn a lot. And again, the love and respect is just up. Up there. Thank you so much for sharing. First, your story, a brief of your story. Second, giving us tips, Scarlett, empowering us, empowering the people. I know, I know that there is one listener, one viewer out there that probably in the same situation you are before, and this can really give her or him a spark to you know get back in the game, push forward. And don't give up because Scarlet here is here to help you. So thank you, thank you, Scarlet, for you know just being an awesome human being. But we are not done yet, my dear. We are not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> we started off with your story, a very serious story. I love that. Um, this episode is unique because it's it's like watching a a, a movie. So we started <laughs> with that. Second is we give knowledge bombs, learning tips, perspective, opinions. Now okay. we are going to lighten it up by playing a game. Are you ready, Scarlett? <laughs> okay. <laughs> It, it's a traditional game that we do here in the show. It's called the Creative Fast Talk. Okay. So how the game works is I'm gonna ask you random questions. This is our this are random question that the team prepared. Um, and you are not allowed to spend much time in thinking what the right answer would be, right? <laughs> okay. So, so first, first word or first answer that pops into your mind, you need to answer it, and you need to be honest. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. Are you ready, my dear? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Before I, I can sense the love, hope, and life in in Scarlet. Now I can sense fear. <laughs> all right, all right, my dear. Let's start the creative fast talk. Question number one, very simple: sun or snow? Sun, snow. All right. Second question: structure or chaotic? Oh, I like a bit of chaos. I think. <laughs> What was it going to be? Structure or chaos? Chaos. Okay, right, for chaos, it. chaos, chaos. It is chaotic. Third question: Love or money? Uh, money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends what kind of love. Now, I was not expecting that, but, but <laughs> I was not expecting that. But why not? Why not? All right. I, I I have to give this to you, Scarlett. You are the only person in like I think we're on uh, episode number sixty sixty five. I'm not sure who answered that. So congratulations, <laughs> congratulations. All right. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Why not? You're the guest you're the star. So okay. <laughs> Next question, Scarlett. If you were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh, if I was an animal. Mm. Oh geez, that's quite difficult. Uh, could it be a monkey? Okay, why? <laughs> why a monkey? Oh, because they well, they just look great swinging around the trees, <laughs> and they live in exotic places in the world. All right. Okay. Uh, there's usually like one that like looks after them almost, isn't there? There's like a domineering. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Lots of baby. Yeah, I think it'd just be lovely. <laughs> Takes me back to being in Thailand when I think of monkeys, and they just oh, yeah. like they were loving life. Mm, mm. I, I, when I was in Cambodia, yeah, they're they're also a part. There were monkeys roam free, and they interact with people. So yeah, okay. it looks great, and they're swinging around the trees, so they're not stuck to the ground mm. either. So they can get around the ground, but they can also get high up in the trees. And right, yeah, I think that would be pretty. Okay, monkey it is. <laughs> Next Why not? Question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question: Popcorn and movies or dinner and dancing? Oh, popcorn and movies, dinner, dinner and dancing. All right, dinner and dancing. Okay. Next: Passenger or driver? Driver. Mountains or the beaches? Oh. <laughs> oh, it's kind of like the snow or sun, but yeah. it's worded a bit differently, and therefore it has a bit of a different impact. Ah, yeah, ah, I'm gonna go mountains. Mountains. Okay. All right. Okay, Scarlett, what are you afraid of? Aside from answering this, uh, this game. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Am, what are you afraid of? Mm. Oh, geez. What am I afraid of? Um, now I think dying and not living my purpose, I not leaving. Ask, yeah, I was about to ask why, but then you follow it up, so that answers my question. All right, I love that. I love that answer. Okay, next, movies or books? Books. All right. Since you answered that, there's a follow-up question to that. Under the category of books, what are your top three books or author of all time? Top three. Oh wow! 
uh, of all time. Mm. Uh, free top books. Uh, Will I ever be good enough? Which were uh, and the secret, probably the secret Ooh. is one of them. I love that. Uh, one more. One more favorite book. Oh, I used to read a novelist, uh, uh, Katie Kinsello. I think her name, Jane Kinsello. Oh my mm. God, it's been about five hmm, plus years since I've ever picked up a book like that. <laughs> my favorite of uh, fictional good storytelling books, um, yes, would be hers. All right. That's three powerful books for Scarlet, guys. Check it out. <laughs> All right. Next. Weird question. Soap or toothbrush? <laughs> soap or toothbrush? Is it? <laughs> it's weird, yeah. Which, <laughs> which one? Toothbrush. So, soap or toothbrush? toothbrush? A toothbrush. All right. Toothbrush. Scarlett, what's your favorite color? Uh, what's my favorite color? Uh, green. Okay. What is always inside your bag when you were a kid what is always inside your bag when you were a kid when i was a kid mm. oh my goodness <laughs> oh i don't know probably chocolate <laughs> <laughs> i think that's been in my bag always <laughs> right 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 next question what was the weirdest food you ever tried Oh, the weirdest food I've ever tried. Uh, oh, it's probably got to be something when I was abroad, I would imagine. Yeah, um, probably Thailand. <laughs> probably Cambodia was oh, more Cambodia. questionable to yeah. me. Mm, yes, I agree. <laughs> Some I agree. of the dishes. Oh, oh, can you share the story? What what type of food, you know, what dish? Oh, no, in, in Cambodia, I we happened to be there for Songkran. Mm. And uh, in Thailand, that was celebrated with a water festival. But while we were in Cambodia, uh, it was celebrated by, because we were in Shamri, everybody going to Angkor Wat. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a day for no tourists, really. So it's all, all locals, all Cambodian people who come together for an amazing, amazing event within Shamri, um, across the, the temples. Mm, yeah, and I've been there. Because we'd, oh, have you? Yes, yeah, yes. me and my wife. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's oh, I, out, outstanding. Um, and because I've made friends with a wonderful tuk-tuk driver, he and his family <laughs> asked us to attend. Ah. Um, so they took us with them. And that that day, I think because it was so uh, local, I mm. guess, and there weren't the tourists and things, mm. there was lots of different food, which I have no idea what even was, but that I went, uh, yeah, okay, I'll be really polite and... Mm. And I mean, I tried the bugs, so maybe that's probably the weirdest. I've eaten bugs, <laughs> fried right, of right. some sort. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried the the fried thing, but but uh, the other the other that is not fried, I I, I can't try it. I, although, have you tried the the spicy vegetable? They, they have a spicy vegetable thing. I, I forgot what it's called, but it's a very very spicy um, vegetable dish. So okay. If, if given oh, a chance no, to, to visit the country again, please do try that. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Well, when we can move again, hey, when we can travel yes, and see yes, yes. see parts of the world again, that would be amazing. Visit the <laughs> Philippines, my dear. Visit the Philippines. We're gonna eat together. <laughs> yeah.
question, my dear. Next question. What is your dream superpower and why? Wow, dream superpower. Uh, I would like to be able to appear in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, okay. Yes. Teleportation. I want to tell you, yeah. yes, that's what I want. Right, okay. Yes, please. This, this... And why? Why, why? Because why wouldn't you? <laughs> Who doesn't want to be able to do right, that? Even right. to work in the morning, driving yes. everywhere. We're going to drink. Are you a coffee drinker or a tea drinker? Coffee drinker. Coffee drinker. You know, my city is known for, uh, it called, it, it's called in, in our language, Barako. It means tough. Um, it's, my city is known for tough coffee, homemade tough coffee. So whenever you teleport here, <laughs> I'll give you that <laughs> coffee. And then, you know, it's just the, the scent, the aroma of that coffee oh. is enough to wake you up. So imagine the taste. Oh, how lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All right. Last question, my dear. It can be something serious depending on how you take this question. All right. And you're allowed to be serious depending again on how you take this question. Last question is, if you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Anyone, anyone in the world. It doesn't need to be someone related to you. Anyone you know. If you have the power to bring back someone back from the dead, who would it be and why? Oh, wow. That's a bring someone back from the dead. Yeah, I mean, I can't help but go and just feel like if it was, it would, uh, I, I would struggle to choose one person. If that had to be the thing, that would now be very difficult, wouldn't it? If you could only bring back one person. I lost um I lost two uncles of mine so my I don't have to speak to my the, the family that kind of is around anyway but um yeah growing up I, I lost two of my uncles and uh one I lost to uh he he drowned after his wedding while on a boat uh with his wife and uh fell off in the middle of the sea and, and unfortunately didn't get found until he was he had gone and then my other uncle took his life later in life and it's just a shame for both in both cases, both below the age of 30 and yeah, both, both very sad. So I think I'd go back and pull them back and rescue them. And now I'm an adult and not a child. I know that even if we were the only family that we both, like we had that. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that would be what I, I suppose. Yeah. And, and I know Scarlett, you know, they are so proud of you and they're cheering you up to pursue and continue and help people. They're so proud of you and they love you so much. Oh, thank you, John. Yeah, random, those questions, those questions, <laughs> including the love and money one. It's been going round ever since. And it's like, it, it depends what you mean by love. When you think of love and what yeah. you give to the world, love yeah. lovers, yeah. love all day long. Uh, when you're thinking about love and you think about relationships. And exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Scarlett, thank you so much for being a good sport, sharing us your story, giving us your learning, and you know, just being a good human being, being a good sport. Thank you so much. I know you have a lot of uh, you know uh, promotions or releases, online courses, your business, your social media accounts, any any events that you're working on. Please do promote it. The floor is yours, Scarlett. Oh, thank you ever so much, John. That's really kind. Well, um, as we 
uh, kind of touched on earlier, um, people probably uh, got the idea that I maybe didn't have the best boundaries in my life. I've had great, great walls and etc. But learning about myself, understanding myself was very much a journey. One of the first things that we help clients on when we're looking at that story is also boundaries. Like what, what will you accept? What won't you accept? How, because but we all have a very, we all have our unique life experiences and therefore all need to have our own healthy boundaries in place so that we don't get manipulated and so that we end up saving our, not only our energy, but our time, our money, our everything. So if uh, if people find themselves people pleasing, which can happen a lot, especially with the cultures we've grown up in, where it was kind of be seen and not heard and do as you're told and we can always grow up thinking that we have to be a certain way or if, if anyone's kind of feeling like that at all then I've got a I, I've just put together like five steps to help with setting boundaries really helps you to kind of understand why they are and why they're so important and this isn't about guards this isn't about becoming guarded and cutting people off and this is about understanding you and uh when we're talking about mental health and helping you with your mental health then key thing is boundaries having healthy boundaries because you can end up actually not really having poor mental health but having people around you like we were touching on earlier who maybe aren't the best or most helpful um to your mental health so if that that relates to anybody i'm also launching i am collaborating or doing a joint venture with a friend of mine and we are going to be running a program to help people really get in shape get fit uh we know how much this has impacted them uh these last 18 months people have put on weight like we touched on motivation is low people are procrastinating um and not happy not feeling very happy because necessarily don't have much to look forward to so yeah we're going to be running a program it starts next month so if anybody actually just wants to know about that if they just drop me a dm on instagram then i will keep you updated i'll send you all the info so yeah thanks ever so much jam for the opportunity to share that carla please uh give them their give them your handle their instagram handle so they know where to search or what to type. yeah of course that'd probably be helpful wouldn't it yeah so <laughs> Yeah, my handle is it's Scarlett O'Connor UK, which is S C A R L E T O C O N N O R UK. Hopefully, everybody finds that easy enough. There's also uh, my website is scarlett.club. If you go onto there, it's just a bit of a link tree. You'll see all of the options. So anything free I've added in between now and actually listening to this, uh, then you'll find it all on that scarlett.club. All right, guys, please do connect with Scarlett. I'm sure she can help you in your journey towards success in life. Again, Scarlett, thank you so much. I enjoyed this episode. I learned a lot. I, I love listening in your stories, in your learning. Always, always a fan, always a supporter, and always a friend. Thank you so much, Scarlett. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much, Sean. I I've been blown away since, since since we started. It's been hard to get my words together at points during this. Thank during, you so much. Thank you so cool. much. Thank you. All right, guys. This is Jan Santo saying, have a positive outlook in life. Smile and God bless you. Thank you for being with us here on the Creative Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Santos. Don't forget to listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. See you again, always.